friends, I must tell you, I know the place to go if you need house audio, TV installation, security monitoring. I am telling you, these people are so, so good that I cannot wait to share them with you. AVS Concepts is the place to get all of these things taken care of. They're the experts in audio video. If you are entertaining and you need music, call them. If you just purchased a new house and you want to have security, you've got to call them. They are the best at all of this for you. I am so excited to share them with you. They are new sponsors for the podcast. You will not not regret having them in your house. They can put anything up and create the most amazing surround sound. I am telling you, when I watch my movies, I like to watch them with surround sound. And thanks to AVS Concepts, I can do that. Follow them at their Instagram account, AVSC underscore HTX, or you can also find them at their website, avcschouston.com, and tell them that Alicia from Vines by Alicia sent you, and they will take care of you, I promise you. to the podcast Vibes by Alicia. I am so excited to be here with you today. I have a topic that's been on my mind and it's been on my radar for a long, long time. Ever since I started the podcast, actually, people have been asking about this particular topic and it's manifesting. And for the topic today, I've invited a very special guest, my friend, Kathleen Navarro. Hi, Hi Kathleen. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. I'm really excited. I'm so happy to have you too, because, you know, it's a topic that a lot of young women always bring up, you know, and I think um, it's something that's get, that gets talked about a lot, but I don't know if it gets talked about in the sense that like, um, like for me, it's a serious topic. I think for a lot of women, it just tends to be like, oh yeah, I manifest, like I asked the universe for something, but it's a process actually. Yeah. yeah. So how much do you know right now about manifesting, for example? Like, what do you, because I, I know it's something that you also talk about on your, on your own social media platforms. I've seen that before. So I think right now what I know about manifesting is kind of setting that intention. I know yeah. like there's a an end goal that I want to meet. And then I visualize myself at that point. So right. a lot of the times right now I really want to manifest a great career. Like I'm 24, uh -huh. I'm finishing school soon eventually. And I just really, really am so drawn to having a career that fulfills mm -hmm. me and empowers me because I haven't really necessarily had that. Like I'm a student, mm -hmm. I've worked in the service industry because it's great money, but that's not my passion, right? So right now I've been just like visualizing myself as a businesswoman, visualizing, visualizing myself like with employees and how I would treat them and how I would dress and how I would show up every day and how I would I just try to embody that. Yeah. And then each day take a small step towards that. Yeah. So my I find myself that I'm a beginner in manifesting, but I don't know. I think that's manifesting, right? Yeah. No, it is. It is. And visualization is a big, big part of manifesting. You know, I started manifesting back in 98, 99. I was watching an Oprah show. Um, I think I was just starting my career as a teacher. I had just graduated from college back then. I think I was maybe 18, 19 at the time. I'm not really sure. But I remember she had a show 
where she talked about vision boards. And this was the first time I ever saw anything on vision boards. It was like a very interesting topic because she said, you know, you put a picture of, you know, the man you want to marry. You put a picture of the career you want. And I remember making mine with my sister because we were young. We were, you know, teenagers at the time or college kids. And I remember cutting out everything that I like wanted. Like I was like so into it. And I thought, okay, this is what's going to be. And so I remember putting like the world because I wanted to travel. I had never been anywhere in my life. And so that was part of my vision board. And then I remember putting a white uh, football player type guy. <laughs> and <laughs> your husband, he looks like a football yes, player Yes, <laughs> exactly. And I remember my showing my friends and my sister and everybody was like, girl, where are you going to find a guy like that in the neighborhood? Like, they don't <laughs> exist around here. And I'm like, nope, that's the kind of guy I'm looking for. Like, I want a guy who's like big and strong and like bald because my dad's bald. And, you know, my dad's is a bald man or like super smart. And I didn't know that. I didn't know your dad was bald. <laughs> yeah, my dad's bald, bald when he's bald. So... I remember cutting it out, putting it on my vision board, putting this career as a teacher because I taught for many years. So I put it all out on my vision board. And I remember looking for magazines everywhere, trying to, you know, find that that those visualizations, by the way. And years later, years went by, I think maybe four or five years later, I remember going back and thinking, I'm like, wow, I did manifest all of that because I did have my teaching career. I did find my husband that looked like the picture of that yeah. guy, you know. Um, I did start traveling the world because when I met him, he wanted to take me everywhere. Like I'd never been anywhere. And he was always, so his family traveled a lot, you know, so his family was always out and about doing things. But, um, for me, it was like something very new, something different. And, um, I just loved it, loved, loved it. I could, I, I manifested all that, but there was a process to it, right? Like it just didn't happen. So I think one of the things that I really wanted to talk about today is just like, what are those processes? What are those things? What are those steps that, you know, looking back, I did do all the steps that Oprah talked about. Did you ever see a show where she did with The Secret? Book, The, the book, Secret? The yeah. book. I've heard about the book, but I never saw the show. Okay. Did you ever read the book? I haven't read the book. Okay. I've seen clips of the book, but I haven't read the book. Yeah, it's a really popular book. It was very popular back in the day, early It's early coming 2000s. back again because I've seen a lot of talk about it on TikTok. It's yeah. coming back. So I think that's like one of the first times that you hear about manifesting or visualizations or like affirmations, and like talking to the universe. Right. And I think that that's like um, that's like the beginning for some people. Yeah. Right. Um, but it continues. It's so it goes on. So after you do your vision board. So let's talk about what is manifesting. So basically manifesting is like asking the attracting, believing and thinking that things will come to you. Right. So you said you visualize, you, you think about the businesswoman you want to be. That's part of it. You manifest the willpower, and there's a lot of positive thinking. And I think one of the problems that we face as young women is that we, and I know this was for me, it's the imposter syndrome, that I don't deserve the things that are coming to me. I'm definitely going through that phase, that season of my life right now, where I have the imposter syndrome, just because obviously COVID hit, right? So things, a lot of things changed, and the world was in a really sensitive space, so I kind of, I, I had a modeling contract that right before COVID I was going to sign and, you know, do modeling full time. Right. Obviously, that didn't happen. Right. And a lot of things that were, I had planned, I had, I'm very much of a planner with my, my future. I had planned meticulously didn't yeah. happen. So right now I'm like, Oh my God, this isn't happening. This didn't happen. Am I who I say I am? am you know, and that's that imposter syndrome that I'm reading about a lot. And a lot of women are suffering from it. Right. They're going through that right now. Yeah. And I think that's something that we really need to work on. 
because that's one of the the steps in manifesting is actually believing that you deserve what's coming for you. And I think that the more you grow your self-esteem, the more that you can believe that you deserve what you want. So whenever, I mean, at least in my personal experience, when I'm mm-hmm. kind of like a little bit self-conscious or not as confident as I would be if I'm doing everything that I want and I'm getting everything I want, I'm like, wait, I need to wake up because this mentality of negativity yes. is in stopping everything from coming to me. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. it blocks. Yeah, it, it definitely It, it definitely blocks. So number one, to start manifesting, you have to be clear about your goals. So tell me about your goals, Kathleen. What are your goals? Like what is, maybe just give me one goal that you are looking to manifest right now. I Definitely want to have my own business. It's not very specific, right? So I've... What type of business? I have so many ideas. Right one, now, one that like, oh my gosh, the minute you think about it, it, like your stomach just starts to get like really excited. I want to have um, like a very feminine coffee shop where I could work out of and I can... Ha- like I'm sure you've seen all the cute coffee shops that pop up around Houston and Miami. There's yes. so many. I That for some reason, that has been something on my mind for years, for years. So that's definitely what I want. And then another is a um, a lifestyle brand. So anything that has to do with the eye, like this is one of the pieces I'll be selling. Eye mm-hmm. bracelets, shirts, bucket hats, sweats, slides, all of that. That's something else that tugs at my heart because I like creating and I like being very creative. And I do believe in the power of um, de ojo and like protecting yourself, protecting okay. your energy. So that's something I really Something that you really feel strongly about. Very strongly, yeah. Yeah, so I think if, if you make your intention as specific as possible, it helps. And you have to be very clear and concise. Like It has to be super clear for you what it's you're heading to. Because I think a problem with, with a lot of us who manifest is we have too many focuses, we have too many distractions, and we have to really hone in on one or two that really, really just turn us on. And like the minute you go to bed at night, you think about it and you cannot wait to get it done. That's the one thing, you know. Um, but I think for a lot of us, there's so many distractions. There's so many things out there that are just uh, blocks, not just blocks, but but um, uh, negative road, you know, negative roads. You're not going the right road. You're not taking the right step. So part of it is just being very clear, being very concise about the goals that you have, especially when you're like looking for for like a mate or like a soulmate. So many women have so many requirements. Yeah. And I think that's a problem. That's not clear and concise. I think if they clear it up and maybe not have like a huge checklist of things that they want, maybe just a few things, that would make things easier to manifest that person. You think you're saying a few big things that they want rather than talking about all the things they don't want? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes, yes. So for example, if um, a specific value system is important to you, then that has to be. Like the most important things have to be on it especially when it's like career or for, for men, like a career and love. Like, what is it that you're looking for? It doesn't have to be a man. It could be a partner. It could be anybody. But what specifically are you looking for? Like for my manifesting, when I did it, it was specific. I wanted him to be smart. I wanted him to be cultured. I wanted him to be um, a traveler. Like there were things I wanted him to be um, strong and like a, like a strong sense of self, like yeah. a confident man. Like confidence was so important because I had dated so many insecure guys. Mm-hmm. And being around me, you have to be like super confident because I would know I'm the kind of girl that knows what she wants, Leo right? Leo energy, yeah. Yes, a lot of Leo <laughs> energy. So I needed that that person that can handle that. Yeah. And so um, those things were on my, were on my board, which is funny. And at, they were at on your age. board at yeah. 18. 18, 18, 19, yeah. It's crazy because at 18, I had no idea what I was looking for in a partner. Oh, my God. 
And it showed in the partners that I chose, right? Because I had no idea. I was kind of all over the place. And obviously, as time goes on and I mature and I get more emotionally mature, my emotional IQ, I'm able to have a clear sense of what kind of person I want in my life. Yeah. So when you see something that doesn't fit you, you automatically know it. Yeah. Right? I feel like as women, we have that gut instinct, that intuition. When you see something, you kind of know, oh, that's not going to work out. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, like I've always wanted a very humble partner. I'm, I find obviously I find that I, I am very down to earth. I find that I can relate to anyone. And I just really don't relate to people that are very much cocky. Confidence and cockiness is a different thing. Exactly. They are very yeah. different. Yeah. So I really have always said I want a very humble partner. I want a very humble partner. And that's one thing in my boyfriend now. He's a giver. He will help anyone. But he's also very humble. He comes from humble beginnings. He was born in Cuba. So he knows all about that. So I feel like we align in that way mm-hmm. because now we're at a, a very different place in our lives than we were 10 years ago, but we're also still very much like, okay, we remember where we came from. Yeah. 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 And I think that's important because for me, my values were very important as well. Coming from a big family, especially um, coming from an immigrant family, first generation, that was super important for me. But when I met him, I thought he was just like a regular white boy, yeah. but he's actually first generation immigrant too. His yeah. parents are from, uh, one is from Czechoslovakia and one is from Syria. So he is a first-generation immigrant in the United States. So a lot of our values, the ways that we are, like about money, like about parenting, the way we are with our parents, the way we raise our kids, everything aligned as well, you know? So I think values are super important. And like what you put on your, on your, on your list of things, I would say for me, the, the inside characteristics to me outweigh the outside physical characteristics. Agreed. 100%. I agree. And any guy Unfortunately, date, it's not the case for, for a lot of people. Yeah, I find that just even in today's times, we're in a very superficial era, right? With social media, with yeah, all of the editing apps, with just uh, instant gratification. If you don't like what you're, what's going on in your relationship today, you can swipe and find something tomorrow. But yes. I've always been someone that none of my boyfriends or ex-boyfriends look the same. Like you, if I line <laughs> them up, you'd be like, what is your type? Because I'm very much drawn to the way people are, their character, yeah. their personality. It's not very common for someone who's young, right? You were 18 whenever you had that mentality. I'm 24. So mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. my age, people at that age are more like, oh, I want the hottest guy. I want the hottest right. girl. You know? Yeah, for sure. So number one, you have to start manifesting by setting your goals. Number two, I would say is ask for what you want and write it down on paper. There's I something do about, I There's you, something about writing it paper. down. Yeah. Or cutting it out or doing your collage, whatever it is. But you have to set that intention. Like, you have to sit down and be, like, super clear on your intentions. You pinpoint what your dreams are, what your hopes are, what your goals are, and then what you're ready to ask the universe for. Like, you have to put that out there in different ways. So you visualize. I visualize. I do a lot of visualization, too. I speak them out loud. Sometimes I would tell my friends my intentions. And some people say, yeah, don't tell everybody what you're doing. But for me, it was important to tell people because that felt like I was getting it out. Yeah. Right? Like, I was like, hey, if you know somebody who's like, you know, like wants to go on a date and like he fits this certain criteria, hey, let me know. Like, I would say it. Like, I would tell people, hey, I want to, you know, write a book. If you know somebody who's a publisher, that's how I found my publisher. I, I, I asked around. So I think a lot of people hold it to, to, too close to the heart and say, no, 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 I don't want anybody to know what my intentions are. I'm just going to work through that. But then nobody knows. The and universe doesn't know. And there's flaw in that because nothing is real and everything in your head is just in your head. It's not real until you write it down, until you talk to someone about it, until you put it out there. So even yeah. when I'm thinking about something, I'm like, I need to write this down because tomorrow I'll forget. Yes. You know? And I'm the same way. Like I've always wanted to own my own business. I have a lot of friends in Miami that have a lot of connections. 
And I'm like, hey, if you know anyone that's looking to invest, hey, if you know anyone that has a connection here. And Perfect. I've gotten so much help Perfect. that way. And it yeah. helped like lift me up. So keeping it in, I understand what people say, like protecting yourself, but uh-huh. to a certain extent, you don't want to harm. Right. No, you don't want to give out too much privacy and too many details. But if there's a there's a bigger goal, definitely let it out and get it out in the in the world. I remember, you know, you know, wanting to find a publisher for my book because I really needed somebody to help me through. I couldn't figure out how to get the book off, you know, and and from my all my notes in my computer to actually ha- having something. And I just sat at a table one day at a networking event. I know I said the intention. I said, I'm going to find somebody who's going to help me publish this book. I sat at a table. I met this man. His name was Mr. Carlos Sanchez. He was with the um, Mexican consulate. And he said, I know somebody, Mr. De- Mr. Derek, or I can't remember his name. He's with the SBA. He'll help you. And from that, Mr. Joe, yeah, Joe Decker. He sent me to my publisher, who was um, B Bookhouse. And so I decided that day, that morning, I woke up and I said, I'm going to find somebody that's going to help me with my book. And I felt like I put it out there and I said it and I asked everybody at the table, I'm looking for somebody who can help me publish my book. Boom. Somebody had the connection, you know. So yeah. I think that's the exciting part. That's the that's the fun part of manifesting. Of course, we manifest different things, but it takes work to get to that point. That's why writing it down, visualizing, speaking it is so important. And you have to work towards your goals. That's number three in the step. You have to work towards those goals. So one thing that I've done recently, and I learned this through um, a podcast that I was listening, is the proximity principle. You heard about that? So it's, it's, it's setting yourself in places where you're going to find that that you're looking for. So, for example... Um, I, I want to grow my podcast. I want it to be bigger and better. So I'm like surrounding myself by people who have podcasts, who are doing that already, who have like a big following, who have like the brand, who have the sponsors, right? And just listening and paying attention to what you're to what they're doing. So the proximity principle is like really being yourself in those places where you're going to be able to capture some of that energy. Absolutely. Yeah. So proximity principle is more so, I mean, it's basically the same thing as surrounding yourself with the people you want to be like. Yes. You hang out with 10 people that are successful and uh, rich in health, rich in success, whatever it is. Right. You are going to adapt to their behavior. You're going to be more like them rather than when you're hanging out with. I've had friends that I've hung out with that have brought in me to like new levels. And I've had phases in my life where I have friends that I hang out with and we're hanging out, partying, going out every Friday. That really didn't serve me. So. I guess I have heard of proximity it is. principle. Yeah. And you've probably been practicing it and you just didn't know you were practicing the proximity principle. Mm-hmm. But now that you know about it, you're going to be more intentional. And this is a book by Ken Coleman is the author. And when I read this book, I really started really putting myself in places that were going to lead me to that next step. And from one thing led to another. And so that's how I've been able to capture some, some sponsors. Because I met somebody through something that I went to and then through another thing and then through another thing, somebody else connected me to someone else. So so for me, I really believe that if you're going to set those intentions and you're going to manifest something, you have to really work at setting those those steps in place, putting those steps. Okay, so I'm going to go to two networkings a week. Um, I'm going to make a phone call. I'm going to email somebody about what I want or what I need. Instead of saying... Instead of saying, oh, okay, so I need I need sponsors. I need to find sponsors. I need sponsors. I want to get sponsors. It's not that. Yeah. It's sitting down saying, okay, let me find five people that I can contact right now that will be good sponsors for me. And being really specific and reaching out to them and, like, checking it off. 
right? That's why writing down is so important because you can go back to it and look at it. Oh, I said I was going to call so-and-so. I'm doing it. Yeah, absolutely. And like an, another thing is you can say, oh, I'm manifesting this and then lay in bed all day and not do it. It's not going to happen. Like no, manifesting no, no, isn't a magic not. wand, you know? It takes intention and hard work. Exactly. So exactly. Exactly. And having the, the mindset, the, 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 right, the right mindset too, because that's, a, that's the other part that we, we need to talk about. It's like being mindful about what you're doing when you're doing it the whole time. You know, some people say, well, how do you get to do that? How do you get to, you know, how do you have this you know, beautiful marriage? Or how do you get to travel all over the world? But it's intentional. All of it is intentional. Like if you meet me and you meet my husband and the way we do our life, it's all of those parts are going in and they're all happening together. You know what I'm saying? Like the manifesting, the goal setting, the things that we set aside for, like the way we travel. Like for us, it's like we're always going to travel. That's always going to be our thing. And for us, our life from the very beginning is like we're going to set it up in a way that we're traveling when we want to travel. You know what I'm saying? Like we're going to save all of our money for that. We're not going to buy a bigger house. We're not going to buy the better cars. We're not going to, you know, the moment that you have those opportunities to, to be like, oh, I'm going to buy this. I'm going to buy that. You don't. You yeah. say, uh-uh. We, we said we were going to be determined that we were going to be traveling. That's what we're going to save our money And you on. prioritize it. And you prioritize it. And you, you make an intention to live the way you want to live. And so a lot of people see you and they say, well, how do you get to have all these fun? How do you get to do this? How do you get to do that? You're traveling to Cuba. You're doing all those things. But a lot of that is intentional. Behind the scenes. Sure. Right. A lot of it's behind, especially more so my sponsors, my the, so, the money I make on social media. I yeah. always tell the girls that I coach, like, I couldn't do everything I do if I didn't make money online. You know, And I have been working at that for years. But I love that you say that. I love that you actually say it. You don't pretend like... Like, it just happens for you. Yeah, no. I do, because it doesn't, right? No, it doesn't. And a lot of people online, and I, like, told, this is obviously a different story for a different podcast, but influencers like to make it, oh, this is just easy. This, you know, I'm very much, this is what it is, you know, and this is how I got there. And if I didn't have this, I wouldn't be able to do this. And if I didn't do this, this wouldn't be the outcome. So being real, I feel like, is another thing that the universe is always asking. Because you can pretend to be someone, you yeah. can pretend and show things online all day long. Uh -huh. But the universe, God, you know, whoever your higher power is, they feel, they feel if you're genuine or not. And it's a gen, and it's an energy, right? Mm -hmm. I think that you you attract the energy that you put out. I really believe in that. It's a lot of 100%. positive. It's not just uh, it's not just manifesting. It's the energy that you're putting out and being around the right people. Um, they always say, you know, you you have to be careful the people you're around because they will zap your energy or they will feed into your energy. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing that I've learned, you know, now that I'm a little older, it's, you know, the minute they're zapping my energy, I'm out. I'm gone. Like, I'm not even, you know, going to even give people the benefit of the doubt. You're an energy zapper. I'm not going to be around. It's, and it's not for me. You have a lot of strength in that, and I give you power because me right now, I, I know exactly what you're saying. There's people that I love, and then I'm like, you're in the back of my head, like, you're zapping my energy. Like, what do I do? Like, you know, it's very hard to let things go because in the human experience, mm -hmm. we attach and we cling on to everything. We do, yeah. But with time, with different experiences, I've learned, like, sometimes you got to let it go for your better. And the sooner you learn that, Kathleen, the better you are. Yeah. I believe in that. I really do. Because in, in, in other ways, when you're manifesting, they're blockers. They're blocking you. They're blocking that energy to come to, to you because their energy is so negative and so surrounding. And sometimes you think that they're there for the right reasons, and they're not. Yeah. Unfortunately, you you you'll realize that you you'll you'll capture that, 
Um, I remember when I'm around people that didn't have good energy. I remember things were not happening for me. Yeah. It's crazy because any people probably listening to the podcast, even me right now, you think of a certain experience or situation or person that you've been through Like when you say that. Like I know exactly mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. you're talking about with the experiences mm-hmm. I've been through. And it's kind of hard because at the, at the time you want to believe that everyone in your life wants the best for you. Right. But energy is a different thing. Energy is powerful. Super powerful. Sure. So reframing your mind, um, making it, in, it, so saying to yourself, I will get this. I am, you know, for example, one thing I want to do is I want to be more of a speaker. So I want to learn to be a speaker. So I am a speaker. I am in a big stage telling myself that I do deserve to have this platform, you know, because before I even started podcasting, I used to think, well, who's going to want to hear from me? Like, what do I have to share? And then I thought, you know, there are things that I, I want to share. There are lessons that I can share with someone. And there are people and that they can care. learn from it. There's, there's people that right. care. Yeah. Right. But, but eliminating those, those negative thoughts was like the first thing I needed to do, eliminating and getting rid of them. And it's like when my mom starts to get really sad because she's sick, I said, the first thing you need to do is, you know, rethink it. Get rid of that thought and think about what you're grateful for. So that's the next thing. The next step is number four is to be mindful and thankful for what you do receive. Because we are receiving things that we are manifesting. Sometimes we just don't realize it because we are too consumed by the bigger picture. 100%. Right? Yeah, 100%. Being grateful is everything. I find when I'm more when I'm grateful and I'm thankful for everything that's happening, even if it might not feel like it's going my way, better things come. When I'm in the mindset of lack in a place of scarcity and I'm like, oh, this isn't happening. Oh, this didn't happen. Oh, this didn't happen. It just brings more negativity and it doesn't manifest anything. No. Y'all, nothing beats a healthier ride than a 45-minute spin class at Cycle Bar with you. Y'all know I've been on a journey of health and wellness. My doctor recommended that I do cardio to improve my blood pressure. It's been high and I have hypertension and nothing has worked better than the Cycle Bar West U class. I'm telling you, Cycle Bar has the smart bikes. They will calculate your distance and your calories. The music's great. The vibe is great. The lighting is amazing. And the trainers really want to make you have that amazing experience. I don't know if I mentioned this to you. But if you wanted to, you can ask for your favorite workout songs. They want this to be about you. They want you to have the best experience possible. And by the way, I am letting you know now that they have a new Rider 3-pack for only $49. Amazing. You'll find them at 3233 Southwest Freeway. Or you can also reach out to them at 713-677-0477. And their email is westu at cyclebar.com. Ask for Guillermo. He's going to take care of you. If you don't do anything else for the rest of the day and you do the Cycle Bar West You class, I'm telling you, you're going to walk out and you're going to feel like a badass. My friends, I want to introduce to you the Vanguard Agency. They are fit for Texas. They are in the business of helping people to save money. For all of insurance needs, the Vanguard Agency cannot wait to work with you. Get a quote for your home. Get a quote for your auto, a quote for your business and restaurant. They are ready to shop your insurance policies with top-rated insurance companies. Go see my friend Umberto Garcia. He's been in the business a long time and makes an effort to make your insurance policy needs as seamless as possible for all of you. Tell him you heard about them here when you call him at 281-453-8770. 
They speak Spanish, and I know they will take care of you. So what do you do to, to, to reframe your mindset? What is one strategy that you use? I will say that spending alone time. Spending alone time because being in your own presence and being able to recharge and not having the influences of anyone else or other people's opinions or, you know, watching the news, listening to the radio, you're solely, like, getting everything from yourself. That is just something that really recharges me. Whenever I'm kind of going through it, when I feel like I'm not giving what I want, I'm like, I need some time alone. Let me spend some time alone. And I feel better instantly. So that's just my thing. I know a lot of people recharge by being social, but I'm kind of an introvert, extrovert. I recharge mm-hmm. by being alone. But when when um, when self-doubt starts to come into your mind, how do you switch it? Self-doubt, um, like I said, being alone, reading books, I read books all the time my book collections and say my boyfriend's like you have so many books just get a kindle uh reading books watching videos on you know people that have manifested hearing success stories doing all of that in kind of my solitude that's how i switch it because whenever another thing is being alone can be super positive but when you're stuck in that negative mindset yeah. it can be very negative so i try to just take in positivity yeah one thing that i do whenever limiting beliefs start to 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 seep into my mind is going to somebody who can remind me that you've already accomplished a lot and that you can continue to accomplish a lot you know when I was uh, 21 I was almost close to getting engaged to my high school boyfriend we had been together through high school and college and I remember having a conversation with my daddy outside you know he was cooking and I, I told him daddy you know we're gonna get engaged and my dad was like but why are you settling? Like, that was the first thing he said. I thought he would be happy for me because I was going to get married. He was like, you're 21. You haven't done anything. You haven't gone to see the world. You haven't gone on on your own. And he was like, why are you, why do you think that you deserve that? That is simple and basic. You're not simple and basic. You're not that. And like him going through my head and giving me those ideas in my mind and saying, Alicia, get out of that 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 mindset that you deserve this. Mm-hmm. You don't deserve this. You deserve that. And that's sure. waiting for you out there. You just have to believe that it's waiting for you to go and get it and grab it. But that was the first time I ever heard somebody say to me that you deserve more. But if you don't believe it in yourself, you won't get it. It's not in your reality. It's not. Similar, my mom... Now that you say that, my mom is someone that I go to when I'm struggling with negative mindset. And she has been saying this to me for a few years now. And she says, just like your dad told you, yeah, when I'm in my self-doubt, when I'm talking negatively about myself, she goes, you're magnetic. People are drawn to you. She goes, you have something about you that people want to be around. And she just says, oh, she's like, you're magnetic. Believe it. And when she talks to me that way, I get so, I get goosebumps. Even talking about it right now, my heart flutters. (laughs) I love that. Because she goes, and she would just say, you are magnetic. Not everyone has that. She goes, believe in that, like, feel that. She goes, she goes, you are, I'm one of three siblings. She goes, you are the one that people want to meet, people want to talk to. She goes, are magnetic. And she would just say it over and over. And now when I'm in a, in a negative space mentally, I just think about her voice and her saying, we're magnetic and it makes me want to cry because it's so powerful to hear that from someone you look up to 
It is. It's super powerful, especially for a young woman who sometimes doubts that she deserves anything or that doesn't, that she's not in the right place. Or maybe, who am I to think that I deserve that? Who am I to think that I could be this or that? And having that reminder that serves so many um, purposes inside, right? Like that moment at, at 21 and knowing that, you know, wow, I do deserve more. I am settling. I am looking at myself as simple and basic, and I'm not simple and basic. And my dad had to tell me that a few times, and he, he reminded me along the way. And the years have passed, years go by. And, and now, even today, I will talk to him, and I say to him, I said, you know, I'm so grateful that you said that to me back then because that stays with me every time I start to doubt myself or I start to feel sad that something didn't happen for me or something didn't work out for me. And he will always say to me, it's supposed to work out when it's supposed to work out. Like you're supposed to be there when you're supposed to be there. And and in you and your mind, you need to stop thinking like little. Yeah, absolutely. Like thinking stop small. thinking small. Thinking small. And I think that comes from just being, you said you're family of immigrants. I'm a family right. of immigrants. Like in our culture, in our like the past generations, we some of our family had to think small, you know, to be able to survive. And I think that comes from the territory, right? But stepping into your power and being like, no, I deserve more. And it's okay to want more. And it's not vain to want more and to do more. Really important in manifesting for me. Super important. And not thinking that because you want more, that it's wrong. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That it's that you're not humble. Absolutely. Yeah. Because I always say, you know, when you do more and you have more, then you can help more. Absolutely. Then you can go back and help. So definitely one of the things to, to get rid of those limiting beliefs, for example, is writing those thoughts that are bad and that are negative and, like, writing them down and then answering those negatives with positives. Uh, for example, uh, what are the beliefs that you have about yourself that may be impeding your process? Like, for me, sometimes it's like I'm afraid of failure. So I'll write that down. I'll say, I'm afraid to fail. I'm afraid of a no, because when I get a no from somebody, I feel personally attacked, yeah. right? So when I write it down, I always say, okay, that no doesn't mean it's a personal attack. It just means it's no for now, and I need to keep per pursuing another person who might say yes, mm -hmm. right? Because I do get no's all the time. I yeah, did ask too. I did ask a lot, a lot of other people to be sponsors on my podcast when they said no, but that didn't stop me from pursuing more people to say a yes, right? But if I allowed that no to, to seep inside of me and to stay inside of me, I would have never gone and asked anyone because I don't like to hear no. But re I always tell people rejection is redirection. All the girls that I coach in my head, like, perfect. rejection is redirection. When someone says no, you're getting closer to your yes. And I say that in every class. I talk to my friends about it because anytime I've been rejected in business and and any of the like sponsors and brand deals, I've gotten a better one. It's just, it wasn't right now at the moment that I wanted, so I'm throwing a fit, but rejection is redirection. Like a no is just leaving room for your yes. And yeah. I, I tell myself all the time, especially right now that I'm looking for a marketing job in Miami, and I've been turned down many yeah. times. I've, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been turned down more times. I haven't, I don't have a job yet <laughs> in marketing, right? And I'm like, rejection is just redirection. It's gonna come whenever it's time, when I'm ready right. for it, when I can handle it. And it really helps me kind of stay up. It does, and it's a good thing for young women to start learning to do early, early on is to redirect that energy and not seep in it. Like, men are so good at that. Like, I know my husband will go to different things, and no, he will good. go through it, and he's good. Yeah. The next day, he's good, and I'm still, like, see seething. 
I'm still pissed the next day when somebody said no to me. Oh, yeah. And he was like, you just have to learn to move on. You just have to learn to move on. So replacing any negative feelings with positive ones, seeing a no as a redirection or seeing a no as an opportunity to learn from it and then move on to the next thing. Um, you know, I've always heard that it takes like 10 no's to get like one yes or 20 no's to get to one yes. Like it's it's a lot, it's a lot, it's a lot, it's a lot before you get to a yes. So definitely always keep those things in mind. And I think mindset has a lot to do with that. Absolutely. And like really framing your mind into like a winner's mindset. Because a lot of the winners failed many times until they won. So always have that in mind. And, and that's something that always stays with me. Um, and yeah, we don't always get what we envision. But sometimes even the smallest thing is 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 a, is a win. Sure. Right? And even something that I do, like I... I first started my influencer journey. I would email, I remember, 20 to 40 brands a month, and one would say yes. Now I'm at a place where I don't reach out to people, they reach out to me. But that was, yeah. that's years in the making, right? But at the time, I'm like, oh my God, this is, if I, if I had the mentality, this is going to happen for me, it's going to happen, it would have never happened. I just kept going and going and going. And now brands come out of the woodwork or brands that I used to shop at, like they send me PR. Amazing. Yeah, and I I'm love like, that. And then I'm like, oh my God, this is full circle. I used to spend so much money on this brand and now I get PR every month. Like that, that's a, a smaller aspect of it. But that in anything in life, I look at that and I'm like, okay, if I can do this, I can do that. If I can do this, I can do that. Yeah. So seeing the places that you've already won, the little wins that you've already had and like reminding yourself, I've already won at these things. I've already accomplished those things. This is a next step. This is another thing that I need to, to, to get to. So I think part of the process in manifesting is like every time you manifest, you set a new goal for yourself, but you put yourself in the position to be there and to work towards it. And maybe writing down the little steps that it's going to take for you to get to that place. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, me, many people say, well, I'm going to just, you know, manifest uh, an amazing job, an amazing career, and it's just going to happen. I'm going to tell the universe, you, you can't just do that, and it's yeah. not just going to happen. And the people who get those things, they did not just get them. They worked for them, and they put it out there, and they sought people to help them. Like That's one thing that is so important about manifesting love and career is you've got, got, to, got to do the work. Got to. Number one, I'm going to go back to the, to the steps. It's uh, manifesting. You have to have your clear goals. Again, we talked about clear goals, um, whether they're writing, whether you're putting them on a board. or, or some, some people do, like, mood boards on Pinterest. Mm-hmm. Those are cool, too. On the iPads, are doing the monthly mood board. Yes, mm-hmm. the monthly, yeah. Uh, intention, number two, set your intention for what you want. Write it down on paper. To me, that's a big one because if you don't write it down and you just think you know what it is, it's, you're never going to go back to it and review it. You have to look at it, and it'll kind of remind you. Uh, number three, start working towards your goals, like putting yourself around those places and those things that you want. Like we talked about the proximity principle. It's a little bit of that. Um, putting things into action, you know, thinking about, you know, how you reframe your mind from scarcity to abundance. abundance. And number four, next step is to be mindful and thankful for what you, for what you do have. Really, yeah. that's a re- I think that's a really important step is being grateful super grateful and and just being thankful for whatever it is that you do have I think that's the one part that I really really go back to every time like my parents are sick or that I'm you know upset about them getting sick I always think at least I have them at least I'm grateful that I can still enjoy one more day but but I'm you know overwhelmed a lot of times by all the things that I have to do for them especially for my mom 
But knowing that I have one more day with her, knowing that I can still hug her and kiss her and smell her, that's my gratitude right there. And it's it's that's all perspective. That's all mindset. I have a, a sure for sure kind of a similar like my my dad was there. He was an absent father, and for so long I was like, oh, there like in this mindset of lack. Why wasn't I? Well, I have it. Oh, my mom is amazing. Like at least I have stuff, yeah. and and my my bond with my mom is so strong. So turning that you know kind of negative mindset into grateful that I have my mom and that we're so close and I've been able to form such a strong uh, connection with her kind of I'm happier right because you're not in a state a state of lack in a state of abundance yeah yeah and that mindset shift is important and seeing the good when you when you don't want to see the good and like forcing yourself to see the good yeah I think a lot of times when we wake up we think oh I'm gonna have a great day and then things don't start going well from the early and then you're like oh it's all screwed the whole day yeah. is done that's where you say, uh-uh, yeah, maybe this didn't go well, but the rest of the day is going to go good. Again, shifting that right away and, like, pulling those negative things and pulling them out and replacing them with positive. The more you practice that, the stronger it gets, right? Like, yeah. it's like a muscle. The more like you muscle. work on a muscle, the stronger it gets. For sure, for sure. I don't know, man. I, I thank Oprah for a lot of those things because she brought me to, to reading a lot of books. Yeah. That was, I don't know, you were probably too young because <laughs> this, is, this is the late 90s. I didn't, yeah. this era of, <laughs> when she was talking about manifesting, I haven't heard really much about it. Yeah. But that was before her, her rise to fame, right? Because I saw the end product. Yeah. Yeah. Early 2000s. You know, these were her, like, her early shows when she was bringing a lot of, like, new age thinking and um, books. There was a, a few books by Eckhart Tolle. Um, she talked about The Secret. And, and it just what, what really, I think the... The, the gain from the Oprah series and from her show was like opening the consciousness and opening your mind to thinking that there's so many possibilities for you out there. Even if you come from like my neighborhood where I came from, it was all so, so small and so limiting. And she opened my eyes to think there's a bigger world out there and it's, it's yours. Grasp. It's on your, you it's on your You just have to believe it. And and love and career will happen, but you do have to believe that you deserve that that love and that career, because when that love comes around and you don't think you deserve that, you're gonna you're gonna push it away. Yeah, block your blessing. My goodness, it's a blocking. Yeah, yeah, it's a blocking. And I almost blocked mine too. I remember just saying to my mom, "Well, you know, he's not my culture. He, you know, he doesn't understand Mexicans, and and he's not gonna be for me." And my mom was like. Yeah, but does he understand other things about you? Like, that's not just it. I'm like, no, no, but my family is the most important thing in my, in my life. And my mom was like, yeah, that's important, but does he understand your career? Does he understand your goals? Does he know that you're, you're dreaming big? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, she's like, well, then why are you going to break up with him? Yeah. You know, Being but I was mom, lim limiting myself. Absolutely. I have similar conversations with my mom. It's crazy. Because yeah, it's like a mirror. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, oh, my no. God, you were, I am you. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. You know what, though? But those lessons are so important because I take them with me wherever I go. Yeah. And everything that she said to me back when I was young, a, a young girl, I remember those things. And I remember what he used to say, too, all those things that my dad and my mom would say. And I, I remember thinking, oh, you guys are cuckoo. Like, okay, you're my parents. You have to say this. <laughs> no, but it was true. Oh, yeah. So last thing you want to do, number five, is definitely let go of any resistance and limiting beliefs and like recognizing and being self-aware that when you are telling yourself negative talk, 
to replace that with positive. And that is really, really important. I think a lot of people who win in life are constantly replacing negativity with something positive. I do. I see that all the time when I'm around people who are always winning and doing well and doing good and things happen to them. I see them redirect every time. Something wrong, something bad, something that's not good for their life or for, for their career, they redirect that energy. And that's something that I've learned. That's very powerful. Paying attention to those things. So pay attention to the people that are doing well and see what, they, what little strategy they have. And I think these are great strategies to kind of like really getting yourself to that next the next level. Yeah. All of us are kind of trying to reach that next level. Unlock another level. Unlock another level. I love that. That's perfect. Oh, such a good talk. What questions do you have? What's something that you, comes to your mind that you like to get answered? So you had asked me um, how I kind of get out of that negative space or when yes. I'm self-doubting. I feel like you are just a master manifester. Like I see your life and I we message all the time on Instagram. Master manifester. We talk about it all the time on Instagram. And I'm like, <laughs> I love your marriage. Like I see your marriage. And I'm like, yeah. That's what I want, right? Like I want to get married and have a husband that's exciting and adventurous and, and you, you feel safe around like you. Yes. It glows from your posts, and, and that's not even me being with you 24-7, right? But it just, I can see it. How do you, when you're in a negative space, because we obviously all go through blocks and we times do, right? where we're not in good mental spaces, how do you, like, switch? Switch, I think for me it's a lot of being gra- uh, thankful for what, what is good and what is happening. Because I have, I had the last few years, you know, when I closed my store, I was, I was, in, I was in the worst place in my mind because I thought, I didn't, I didn't push it to the level I wanted it to, that kind of thing. Um, but always just thinking, you know, at least I have that opportunity to meet people like you through my store. I got to meet the people that were, were my, my customers. Sponsor. Yeah, I was your sponsor. So there was a lot of things that came from it that were good. So I couldn't dwell on the fact that I didn't keep it open and I didn't keep it going. Um, when things are rough in my marriage, for example, I always think about, you know, ultimately there is a lot of love between each other. Um, there is always a lot of patience that comes from his side too, you know, with me. So whenever we have moments when we're just not like connecting, I always find those moments when we are connecting and I hone in on those and I like jump in on those connectors because they move us along, right? Because not every marriage has, has amazing ups as much as everybody wants to think that that you know my marriage is beautiful and perfect it is and it but it's not perfect it's a beautiful relationship but it's really good for both of us because we get each other you know um my producer Jamal is here and he'll he'll see each, he and I just interact with each other and sometimes I'm like annoyed with him and he's annoyed with me but there's always a love in between so always Going to to that connector between the things that are upsetting you and like love and care, um, years, longevity, knowing that um, he has the best interest for me and I have the best interest for him um, and always just kind of holding on to to that respect that we have for each other. I think one thing about Rusk and I is that um, he will always make sure that I'm okay in whatever it is. If 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 I'm struggling with something, he will always make sure that I'm going to be okay at the end of the day. Even if something isn't working out, even something is bothering me or I'm really pissed about something not happening for me, he will always come back to me and say, well, how do we work it out? Or how, do, how can I help you process it? It's you guys versus the problem. Not, right. You know, it's, like it's, it's a partnership. Two is better than one. 
I would say, especially in manifesting. Yes. Yes. And just, just really capturing what the universe gives you and just, um, and, and when it brings it to you, run with it. Don't hold back and don't feel like you're boasting or don't feel like you're not being humble enough because you deserve it. You work for it. Yeah. Yeah. That's something that I have struggled with so much growing up. Um, you know, when you come from humble beginnings and you don't have much growing up, you're right. taught like not to be very flashy, not to show off, not to talk about yourself a lot. But meeting my boyfriend now, he's always trying to make me better, always wants me to experience something new, trying yeah. to find me the next best job, always looking for opportunity, introducing me to be, oh, my girlfriend's an influencer. She can help you with marketing. Like, And, you know, kind of his, he embodies this energy of like, oh, I'm here and I deserve this. And at first I was a little taken oh. back, but that's the way to be, you know, yes. when you believe you deserve it. And not to be ashamed and thinking, yeah, I'm here and yeah, I deserve it. Because like I said, coming from those humble beginnings, you're kind of taught to play small. Yeah. So stepping into your power is something that I think is big in manifesting. And I'm, I'm learning about it now. You won't say that I'm at like the end goal of knowing it, but each day I take a step towards that. And I think let me take it one step further. When you see someone embracing that energy, embrace it for them too, because energy transfers to you. If you see that woman winning, gaining, getting her sponsors, getting her, getting her shit together, getting her man, getting her travels, embrace it because that energy that she's exuding will come to you too. And you're capturing a little bit of that. And that's going to be the next step for you. And guess what? A lot of people don't want those things and that's okay. It's whatever is good for you. It's whatever is, um, is making you happy. Some people don't want to leave Houston. Some people don't want to leave Miami. That's perfectly fine. But 100%. where are you winning? What yeah. parts are you winning at? And where can we help you win? Absolutely. I'm a big girl's girl, right? Like I have women messaging. I do know that about you. I love that about you. And that came from my mom. My mom, grew, growing up, she taught me. She's like, you know, as you're a kid, you're like, oh, this someone has more. And she's like, never be envious. She always told me, never be envious. Be happy for people and what they have because your time will come eventually. And hearing that every every day, almost like growing up, it really taught me how not to be jealous or not to be envious and how to cheer on the next woman, right? Because just because you're winning in this season and I'm yes. not, doesn't that, that you're not ever going to win, that I'm not uh -huh. ever going to win. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that somebody else shouldn't win because I'm not right now. Like I just, when I see people doing good, it makes mm -hmm. me feel so good because yeah. I know everyone's fighting a battle you know nothing about and you don't know what they did to have to, to, have to exactly. get there. Exactly. Yeah. And, and it's not an easy journey. And if, you, and if she's winning, she's facing her journey in the best way she's facing it. And I admire that. Oh, yeah. It's admirable. I have a big admiration for women that just go after what they want. And also the Me women too. that can be happy for their friends. I've had friends in my life that when I'm doing really, really good, yeah. it's just some sense of animosity, right, you know, trying right. to humble me or put me down. But when I was struggling, it's like, oh, I'm here for you, whatever you need. Like, some people like to see you struggle. And eliminating those friends really hurt at the time but I feel like once I did that my life got better but again it's removing blocks and blocks, you're removing those blocks and they present themselves as people situations whatever it is a block can be a person it can be a situation it can be an experience like I've learned in manifesting you got to eliminate the blocks always and that's how they come that's how all the good stuff comes to you all the good, 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 good stuff. Kathleen, where can people find you so they can go and see all the cool stuff you're doing? Because I love seeing your pose. You're always out and about. And I'm like, oh, that life. 
I'm love all, it. <laughs> I am all about experiencing life. I love that. Um, I'm on Instagram, Kathleen Navarro. It's my first and last name. My website's the same. Um, TikTok, all of that's under Kathleen Navarro. Um, Is there something my audience needs to know about you? Are you um, any promotions that you've got going on? Anything that you're working on? Any projects you need to go and support? Right now, I'm working on getting my brand built, which is Conscious Ojo. It's going to be a life, uh, lifestyle brand, super empowering, anything that has to do with the eye. And the eye is super big in many, many cultures, um, in Greek culture, in Mexican culture, um, even in Cuban culture. Like, they wear the eye. And it's all about protecting your energy, protecting yourself, and just keeping your energy very, very positive. So I'm going to be selling anything that has to do with the eye. Very I'm in cool. love with it. It'll be your one-stop shop. So within the next three to six months, I... I'm going to have it off. I'm going to have it up. Very good. Yes, we are going to have it up. And is there a website or should we just follow you on Instagram to find out when you're yes. going to be doing Follow me and there'll be updates. Follow me on there. I'm always on there constantly posting. I also do uh, social media coaching. You've even taken my class. Yes. Um, and I've helped a lot of girls kind of get on there. Not even just women. I've also coached a few men that want to just build their social media presence because I do have a social media presence that I've built. I've learned tricks and strategies over time. And I do give a big success to online social media. It kind of takes away that gap, you know? Like, if you have um, access to the internet or a phone, you can do it. Mm -hmm. And I tell anybody, anyone can have an online presence. You just have to work at it. So I teach a lot of people how to do that, and I love it. It's one of my passions, so check me out. Yeah, yeah, and she's really good at it, really, really good at it. And I, I learn a lot from you, too. Like, I go on there, and I say, oh, she's trying that. Let me try that. The one thing I can't do are the reels. The real ideas are hard for me when I, I was in the same boat. <laughs> I was in the same boat, but you know what? It's Instagram is constantly changing and evolving, and I just keep having to learn new things. And instead of um, resisting, I'm like, all right, let me figure out this reel. You know what's funny is I have to say, when you took my course, I was so intimidated because I was like, oh my God, one of my favorite business women <laughs> in the city. You sponsored me yes. years ago whenever yes. I was um, Miss, I think I was Miss Texas Latina at the time. And I was like, I can't believe she's taking my I course. <laughs> And I always coach women that are younger than me. And I always coach women that are very at the beginning of their social media career. And you, to me, are like a role model. No, so, but I'm always ready to learn. Yeah, and always. I, I admire that because I was like, she has to know more than me. How is she taking my course? No, like, I was no, no, freaking no, out no. to my boyfriend. I was like, I this woman inspires me. And it was so funny, but I'm so grateful That's that you took hilarious, the course. Yeah. But all of us are learning. Yeah. And especially for me, since um, I'm a little older than y'all. I'm a little Gen Xer over here. I learned a lot from you, from you ladies, and I'm trying really hard. I can, I, I promise you, I'm trying hard to get a little bit better at it. Um, but I, so there's days when I feel like I'm an old lady and I don't know what I'm doing. But that's why your class was so good because I'm like, okay, I can do it. You know, you gave me the confidence to say, you know what, it, it, you know, these sponsorships they can happen for you too. I mean, they're they're out, they're out there. The money is out there. You yeah. just have to go get it. With the sponsorships, I tell everyone like, people need marketing right now. No one is paying. Like no, networks anymore. No, regular ads are not regular ads, billboards. No one's doing that anymore. It's all social media. So, anyways, like I said, I'm so I was so shook when you took my course. I was like, Aww. oh my god, because I look up to you truly. You're like, and I look up to you too. Oh, it's I love that. It's crazy because you're a businesswoman. You're everything that I aspire to be. And I was like, all right, I got to go on my A game in this course. Let me go. I was like, freaking out. <laughs> you, are, you are too funny. That's funny. That's funny because I, I'm always following the younger girls too. I'm wanting to learn as much as I can and capturing that energy too. I want to capture that energy again, talking about your, the ojo. It is about like, 
going and being around people with que no te enojo, right? Mm -hmm. that, that are actually going to be good and not envious and jealous and be like, yeah. yeah. You need something? What can I do to help you? Absolutely. That's really the what it what it is. Sure. Thank you so much for being here today. Thanks it was such a good me. it was I had such fun. a good episode. Manifesting love and career. Maybe we should have talked a little bit more about love, but man, career is like something that people you know, one thing I do say when it comes to love, I do tell people this. This is one of the things that I do tell people is tell them what you're looking like. Tell others what you're looking for in a, in, in a mate, in a partner, because some people will always connect. Oh, I know somebody that could you know work for you. And like, I feel like that's that's a good way to connect people. Yeah. I don't know. Putting it out there. Putting it out there again. Putting it out. All right. Thank you so much, everyone. And uh, give us some feedback. Let us know if, if you apply some of these um, steps that we talked about today. If you relate to some of our stories, if you feel like you're stuck and you're ready to manifest, I want to hear from you. I really, really want to hear from you. And follow Kathleen. She's got so much fun stuff on her social. I just love to see everything she's doing. She's all about experiences, and I love that. Definitely. And thank you for having me. This was a great experience. Yes, thank you. You guys, I want to introduce to you my skincare expert, Natalia Castile. Everyone wants to know how in the world do I have the most gorgeous, beautiful skin? Yep, thank you very much. I know. And it is because of her. Natalia Castile is my go-to skincare specialist. She takes care of me. And I'm telling you, you guys will love her. You will find her at the ACPS. It is the Aesthetic Center for plastic surgery. And if you really, really want to know more about them, you can visit them at their website, ACPS Plastic Surgery. It is a med spa that I love to go to. It's so easy just calling in and say, I need to set up an appointment for my facial with Natalia. And they take care of me immediately, in and out. They take care of skin rejuvenation. They do something called derma infusion. They do cool sculpting, and Natalia does all of that. She's also taking care of my laser needs. Like, she does laser reduction for me, and I swear to you, people say, oh, it's painful. She makes it so painless. Love, love, love her. So if you need to find out more about how you can get great skin, follow her at her Instagram, Natalia Castile, at Natalia Castile. You will not regret it. I will give you guys all the details, and she will take care of you. I promise you she will do a great job for your skin. You will not regret it and you will have the best skin of 2022.